What's going to make this rifle for Dennis and Peoria, George and wherever? What's going to make them go, dude, I want, I want to buy this rifle? Uh, okay, number one, uh, we want to be able to shoot uh, long range accurately. We want it to be easy to shoot. We want to make better shooters, which that kind of couples right into, uh, it can't be an overly heavy long range rifle. Uh, it's gotta be something that they can take anywhere. And that's the number one premise for everything that we're gonna do is we're only gonna use the best products that we can that we can put a rifle together with. We're no not compromise. gonna use no compromise. They have to be the best or it doesn't make sense for us to do. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Action! That's my new clapboard. Do you like it? Sounds familiar. <laughs> Boy, we've digressed from the early days of this, haven't we? we Welcome have. to this week's episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors and Brad Dana. And Bleep, as always. Yo. And then we have a very special guest. I'm not going to announce him yet. You gotta, you're got you're, you're, you're under gag order right now. Boom. Not one word. You can say a word, but well, I'm not announcing it. I'm just like, like so I'm a ghost. You're a ghost. Yeah, that's yeah. what he did You're to me ghost. three weeks ago. Got it. it sucks, no. man. I'm just telling you. <laughs> no, just, I did not. Oh and then he God. and then he talks about it, but I, you know, just, I did. I, I I mentioned it in the right compliant way, which you would not have been able to refrain <laughs> to, um, refrain from not using the words that we're not supposed to use. So anyway, w- welcome. Thanks for being here. You bet. We're gonna uh, introduce you in a minute. Okay. So uh, we're excited though today, everybody. Um, this is where I always give you the topic of today's podcast, and we wanted to take a little bit of a timeout or a redirect on this and communicate to you um, some uh, an amazing announcement that we have that we've been working on. As a lot of you know, we have uh, built custom rifles. We've even got a bunch of uh, comments back about them. We have uh, hundreds and hundreds of happy clients that have gotten involved in our range dial and dump uh, since the original range dial and dump days. And um, and that might be a little bit of a tip on what's happening here right now. But anyway, those original date range dial and dump days, we we've kind of bounced around with the original premise of what we wanted to deliver to the consumer and the original concept. And but, you know, we've went from this manufacturer, to that manufacturer. And one of the things that we've seen, which is no problem, but we bring it to market. And then like right now, we use a Christensen Arms platform. We get them uh, barreled actions. We bring them in. We make sure they're sub-minute uh, guns. We build them out um, to our specs, uh, customize them, and out the door they go. Been an amazing system for the last Been a good system. Uh, uh, a few years. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of people have amazing results. And I would say amazing because the amount of clients that have bought into what we've marketed to them and done. Now, the, the, not the problem, but a little bit of the stumbling block for us has been that even back in the Montana rifle days, the original uh, concept we brought to market and that we got from the Montana Rifle Custom Shop, what would happen is people would go, oh, well, I can just do that and go get that rifle. And then I'll build it myself and, and component this whole thing together. So funny because did you see, I saw your post a while ago and that guy's one of the guys that tried to duplicate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> he said the R- RB guys in that post that you sent out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so anyway, 
Um, so yeah, it was it was so we have always been looking, 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 looking. Okay. And today we're happy to announce that um in this year with Jonathan and Al, Brad, Lindley, and myself, we have been flying around meeting with rifle manufacturers, rifle manufacturing companies, and looking at component either, manufacturers. Component manufacturers. Yep. And we've been looking at purchasing one, buying one, starting one, or really truly jumping into the gun manufacturing business as now our agency model is poised for growth and um our runway there is um a set for takeoff does that make sense and so what what we're going to do today is over the last mm, since uh march in iowa right the convention and uh the uh whitetail yeah. classic right is that not right that's right we we met there for two and a half days and um it was at the end of the day um we came up with uh, a decision and we set in motion an opportunity f to partner with a company that's coming to market by the name of Badlands Rifle Company. So you've heard yeah. it here today. Now I got to tell you something. <laughs> I've uttered this. You've uttered this out there. And uh, um, and uh, Jonathan and Al, I I I really uh, now that in hindsight here, I'm thinking we should have probably had them on today. Um, but uh, having five of us on the call or uh, on a, uh, we'll have them on another one. Oh yeah, how does yeah, that sound? Hundred uh, um, percent. But uh, anyway, um, I digress, and I lost my train of thought. The Badlands Rifle Company. Oh, Badlands Rifle Company. You've said it. I've said it to people, and I've mentioned the name, and that they're always like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of that company." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, that's impossible. Not bloody likely. <laughs> that's impossible because there's never been a Badlands Rifle Company, even though when we mentioned the name to you and, and started the culmination of this, you went, holy smokes, let me go do some research. Um, and um, so we have partnered with a new company by the name of Badlands Rifle Company. And the president and CEO of Badlands Rifle Company is a guy by the name of Jeff Sipe, who is the most one of the most recognizable rifle builders and manufacturers of the last 15 years and currently has more awards of Rifle of the Year and Rifle Manufacturing and Building Rifles than anybody else that um, is in this space today. Is that not right? Well, I, I've I've been very so very blessed. Jeff Sipe, yes. welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Man, man I'd, have, I'd have got that introduction out faster. I was trying to speed him up. Uh, yeah. But but I think it's important. You know, we met so much so that we met with uh, John Snow at the expo, and John had had some questions for us that he was like, "Hey, what are you guys doing here? Want to bounce some things off of you?" And we went to lunch, uh, Lindley, uh, Brad, and I, and John, and we sat there for three hours. And he said, listen, if there was a company, there was a guy, um, Jeff Sipe would be the guy in the company. And uh, we're excited, Jeff Sipe, wow. to partner with your company. I am excited as well. Yeah, it was Iowa was a was an intense, exciting, and extremely fun couple of days. We yeah. locked him in a room, yes, and, and he's did. an old wrestling coach, <laughs> so we had, we had to, like, tag team and uh, team up on him to – to get him into submission. <laughs> it, it, it was definitely a tense couple of Say yes. That's great. Yep. No, it's uh, it's exciting. I'm I'm uh, I'm very excited to to launch this uh, in conjunction with you guys and uh, 
you know, everything that we've talked about from when we met at SHOT Show this year, from that point forward, I've, I've been very excited to put this together. So w our history goes back well before this year's SHOT Show. Oh, yeah. When Do you remember how long ago that was? Because you started, you, you helped us with our TV show, and we started. I, did. I yeah. would love, speaking of that, I would love you to tell your side of the story and how we met and how this has all came to fruition, that today we would be partnering in helping you launch yeah. your own uh, rifle company um, to the marketplace. Well, it's, it's interesting. Uh, SHOT Show was the place that we originally met. And it was Big Jeremy Zumwalt. Um, yep. I just I, I can remember being in my uh, <laughs> in my booth, and I saw uh, Big Jer come around the corner with a couple of guys, and he says, "Brother, I need you to meet these guys." And uh, he introduced me to to Brian and Brad, and he said, uh, "These guys have an amazing concept of what they're trying to do, and I want you to talk to them about building rifles for them." And so we sat down at SHOT Show, and I, I'm trying to remember exactly which SHOT Show it was. I want to say it was like 2013 or 14, maybe, somewhere in that realm. I was, I was, ho I was hoping you remembered. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly what <laughs> it was. Like what 10 years was. Ago. Yeah, it was, it was ten years about ago. 10 years ago. And we showed up in your booth. And we just started yeah. talking about rifles, and we started talking about what you guys wanted to accomplish, yeah. and... And um, in building a, a lightweight rifle that you could shoot long range, right. but something that was able to handle the recoil uh, for bigger cartridges. I know we talked about right. the Ultra Mags right off the bat. You we, know, we, we sold a, a whole ton package. of 300 yes. Ultra Mags, and yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. That was our that was probably our number one or two seller in that platform. Right. And, and the, the biggest premise of that, besides, you know, a lightweight, long-range hunting rifle, was the ability to couple it with a, a very high-quality optic mm -hmm. uh, that had a system where a guy could, you know, range it, dial it, and dump it, and, yeah. and be able to, to shoot an animal at, you know, six 700 yards uh, by using the, the turrets on the, on the scope in conjunction with the ammo and the rifle. And... Uh, that was a premise that we we worked hard on and developed a really high quality product. Right, that was back when we started. That was VX6's HD. They just come Chase, out. Yes, they, and they had that big turret. Remember, mm -hmm. and it yep. would go. It would go eighteen and three quarters minutes. Was all because that they, was it. That was all that it would go. I was just trying to remember how. Yeah, yeah. How long? That, anyway, um, but yeah, I, I remember because Brian and I, I, we'd been working on this for. If that was 2013, we'd been working on that for a couple years before. And I remember we, we, we met you, and we turned around, and we started walking off. And Brian, because I kind of had this grand idea of what, which is basically where this is going now. Right. And he looked at me, and he goes, what do you think? And, and I looked at him, and I said, and he had this kind of funny look on his face. And I go, I don't see how we cannot work with that guy. And he goes, really? <laughs> he goes, because that wasn't that wasn't our original. That wasn't originally what we. Well, were. the reason that actually, <laughs> let me give some context to that. Okay, um, Brad was all about a fourteen thousand um, dollar a Cody Wyoming rifle. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I was about no. Um, because uh, we came from different sides of the camp long range. Um, I took a Browning Abel, which we've talked about a lot on this podcast, yeah. 
And uh, um, I took it to the gunsmith and said, um, I need a trigger. I need, a, you know, I need to float it. I need it blah, all blah, this. Blah. It shoots good. But now I need a bunch of gunsmithing done to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and Brad was from the perspective, yeah. well, let's just start right away with a high-end rifle. And so, we, you know, when we left, you were closer to the model that I wanted than what he had envisioned. You because, had I like, look, you were like, because I was like, well, what do you think? I, 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 well, my <laughs> thing was I was all in because I liked it. But I thought Brad was going to be like, nah, I don't know. Um, but it worked out amazingly well. And um, I'm trying to get the date here because I have the original. Um, uh, but you guys keep talking. Anyway. I'll come up with it. Yeah, so I mean, you, you you things things about that original setup you because you, you tweaked some you had some different barrel twists on that. I think you built our sevens with eight twist, and I think yours were nine and a half or something. Were they? Well, and, and that was really around the time when we started seeing changes in the market where people were using um, you know longer bullets, yep. and um, we really wanted to start speeding things up a little bit and changing the way that the standards were. I mean. For example, a seven millimeter. The standard was a nine and a half twist. Yeah. For a thirty cal, the standard was a ten twist, and nobody varied from that. Everybody pretty much stayed within that realm. And so we started playing with different twist rates uh, for heavier bullets and started uh, seeing really good results with that. So that was that was a you know that was a really fun time when we were designing new platforms for you guys. Well, you were really really amazing to work with, and we we loved it. We we had. Um, phenomenal success with that shooting system. This is going to blow your guys' butt away, but it was seven years ago. So that would have been 2016. 2016. 2015 was when we met you. 2016 is when we brought it to market. Okay. Um, At that first store. Um, Yep, that first location, 2015. So one of the, yeah that's and, pretty crazy and that makes that eight makes more later. sense yeah. Yeah. yeah and so, so we're eight years to, so to this point we're still um, like the break that you designed back then it mm-hmm. was you were the talking about break. the three hundred rum well there was mm-hmm. no three hundred PRC there was no three hundred right. normas that was the big dog right. and that was what I I was in love with shooting that was my rifle system when when Brian and I started shooting together at that time and right. he shot a seven mag and then. Gradually. Anyway, the fun part was is that break that you designed. It hand because we were loading two hundred and thirty grain bullets. I think at that time, right out of the gate, we were we were loading yeah. the two thirties out yeah. in the three hundred rum. And his kid shot his first deer, and that, Lucas, not not the you know middle linebacker tight end son, right? And and with the three hundred rum off shooting sticks with that 230 grain bullet shooting that break. Right. And we're still utilizing a, a variant of that, or you're still use light, utilizing that. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. you've, you've taken a lot of this science that you've had all these years in formulating this new company that you've started. Okay. Yeah, so let's, let's enough of the history lesson. <laughs> um, we're rocking. We're excited about this rifle. For, we're excited for, I think, three big touch points. Okay. Okay. Number one, um, our advisors and agents all across the country have, have a proprietary product that is, is their, they, they get to bring to market. Correct. And I'm, we're excited about that for them and for us. Okay. Number two, 
we're excited because our members have access to something that we believe is going to, they're going to have first access to it. Correct. Um, and we're excited about offering our members and our audience, our ecosystem, as uh, Bleep would call it, um, Dennis. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, Dennis. Dennis from Peoria. Our, 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 our I meet this dude. We, yeah, uh, well. We're excited okay. about them having first opportunity at this. And then the third thing is, is the genius of, of the whole what you have said, hey, this is what we want to do. This is the company that I want to go build, and this is where we're at. So tell us about that. Tell us what is, what's going to make this rifle, first and foremost, what's going to make this rifle great? What's going to make this rifle for Dennis in Peoria, uh, Scott in, uh, um, you know, uh, wherever, George in wherever, what's going to make them go, dude, I want, I want to buy this rifle? Right. Well, that's that's the big uh, that's the big question, right? I mean, when you're talking about rifles in in our industry and and where we've seen things change in our industry from um, really lightweight, you know, traditional style hunting rifles, the prairie rifle, if you will, um, to heavier rifles for long range shooting. To ultra lightweight rifles for I like that. That's what I call my rifle, the Prairie rifle. Right, right. And you know, you've got all of those different components that have just changed and morphed, and using different cartridges. And there's arguments in uh, our industry as far as what what cartridges should we be using. And and the reality is, is um, we started taking a look at uh, okay, number one, uh, we want to be able to shoot. Uh, long range accurately, right? I mean, that's that's one of the biggest things that we want to be able to to have the capability of doing. Right. And number two, um, we want it to be easy to shoot. We want to make better shooters. So we want people to be able to handle the rifle and shoot it, which that kind of couples right into uh, it can't be an overly heavy long-range rifle. It can't be something that's going to be a, a you know, 13, 14, 15-pound rifle that people don't want to pack. Right. Uh, it's got to be something that they can take anywhere. So... Uh, we started trying to take a look at some of the better quality products that are in the market today. And, and that's the number one premise for everything that we're going to do is we're only going to use the best products that we can, that we can put a rifle together with. We're no not going to use no compromise. They have to be the best or it doesn't make sense for us to do. Right. Um, but we don't want it to be uh, a 15 to $18,000 rifle right. either. We, we've got to make it, um, uh, if, if, for the guy who who's a, a a hunter who really wants to hunt uh, the way that we do, right? Right. Um, it's got to be able to be within his realm of doing. So that's those are things that we took a look at at uh, how do we put all of this together and make it the best quality product we can that's uh, able to be purchased by our customer by Dennis. In Peoria. In Peoria, right? Yep. So um, that's that's what we did. We took a look at, at the best quality actions um, with the higher, highest tolerance manufacturing that, that's out today. Uh, we took a look at the, the best quality triggers, um, something that we can keep in a hunting realm that I would say is uh, between one and four pounds, right? Something right. that we can adjust um, the best quality uh, bottom metal, something that's durable and strong, the best quality barrels, the highest quality match grade quality barrels that we can use today and then again that that when we look at stocks we wanted the the lightest strongest most dependable stocks that are comfortable for people to 
to handle, for comfortable for them to pack up and you know up a mountain. Your your stock that you've got set up is just unbelievable. Yeah, I can't wait to launch this. Oh my gosh, this that's a, that's is, a huge home run. Yes. It, yeah, it we took really a look is. at them last night in the shop, man. Those are really sharp looking. Yeah, and they're and they're not just sexy. They're they're functional beyond belief. Well, the, yeah. The, all I mean, the accessories that come with tip that to stock, toe. Yes, it is. It has been designed so well. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to put this first product together. But you know, when you take a look at just the rifle itself, um, that's a that's an incredibly high quality product. But we're not just going to stop there, right? I mean, the reality is we're going to start uh, accessorizing. We want to make this the most comfortable shooting rifle. Um, you know, when we talk about arca rails, we talk about pick rails, we talk about um, bipods and tripods and suppressors and optics and everything that goes within this. And the rifles that we're going to be producing, uh, we're going to use uh, the modern precision rifle cartridges that are the really right now in our industry, they're the most sought after cartridges. The, the they've revolutionized they really the shooting have. industry. I mean, really, they really have. The when you talk when you take a look at the uh, the Creed Moors and now the PRCs, those are the most sought after cartridges in the market. Yeah, they, they've just taken something that was really good, modernized it, and made it better. Yes. And, and it it's kind of put a hurt on, you know, six Creed There's not there, you know, it's not that it's shooting a magic bullet that's so much better than the two forty three. But it's just modernized it, and it, it's... It's just a better car. It's just, just, it's just a, a better car. It's just better. It is. It, it ab- absolutely is. And same with the, the 6.5 Creedmoor, the 6.5 PRC, the 7 PRC. Uh, they're, just, they're just better made cartridges. So Well, that's well, exciting. That's, that's what we're going to use. That is super exciting. So if I'm hearing you, you know, because, like, for me personally, I have a, I have a prairie rifle. And that's yeah. the rifle I even hunt most of the m- lower mountains with. If I'm at high elevation, wilderness type hunt, I don't take the prairie rifle. I have a mountain rifle. But um, we literally are going to be looking or you're going to be looking at building an application yeah. on these platforms for a prairie rifle, a mountain rifle, and a timber rifle. And we're going to bring them all together. Correct. Not uber, uber light. H- handles well in the timber, but is great and accurate for the prairie type shooting. Absolutely. Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? That's absolutely right. We want we want somebody to be able to have a rifle that they can pack uh, in the mountains of Alaska going after doll sheep, but being able to shoot that sheep if they see the right one at six, seven hundred yards, right? I mean, that's that's the reality of it. We want them to be comfortable to be able to, to shoot it. Uh, we want them to be able to handle the recoil when they shoot it. We want right. them to be able to... Uh, enjoy the experience and that's that's really what we're talking about right well it's funny you say that because that was going to be my next question what type of experience are we looking at bringing to the market with badlands rifle because that's that's the thing i'm sold on because that's one announcement the other announcement we should let everybody know is that you are also taking over and going to be enhancing running developing and growing um our well your own badlands Shooting Academy. Badlands Precision University. University. Badlands Precision University. Correct. Thank you. I wanted to yep. make sure I got that right. And then we're going to have different levels of academies and hunting boot camps. Absolutely. And yeah. and so maybe you can talk on that and how you've always seen these two platforms coming together. And uh, with our distribution model, it, it, it's obviously a perfect partnership, we believe. Yes. Um, but I'd like you to speak to that, too. Yeah, you bet. So, um, 
you know, building building a uh, a high quality rifle is really giving the shooter the capability of of shooting at any distance, right? I mean, having the best quality products, uh, you've got a product that has the capability to shoot any distance, but is the shooter able to shoot that distance? And that's where I have always felt that um, we're we're missing the boat in the industry. Um, I want to, I've always wanted to create a university atmosphere where we can train people how to shoot better at any distance. Um, and and not, just, not just the shooting aspect, but understanding everything, learning it. Understand, how, much, how much do we talk jargon when we're at uh, shows, right? I mean, we'll throw out acronyms. We'll throw out all different types of, of lingo. And how many people truly understand everything that we say? Not many. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to people just at shows, and I'll throw out different things, and they'll look at me. What was that word you used? What did you say? The the gif. What was that word um, that you used last week um, and uh, two weeks ago? Um, When we were talking about headspace and jump, you used the what was the word for? Oh, the ojive. When we were talking about the ojive of a bullet, yeah, the ojive, like OJ ojive. Yeah, it was awesome. So we were getting into ojive on the ballistic coefficients and the chambering and bringing the two together on a marrying partnership. So we had the right spin and shit going down. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is that's the just, part that, like that's that? another thing. Uh, of some lingo some that, of this Brian dismisses because he. Yeah. Because yep. it's just not. But, but seriously, it's so there's well, rhetoric. It's, it's yes. rhetoric. Your rhetoric. It's I don't want to have to a lot of guys that 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 yeah. that they want to understand it. But they're not a scientist. They're not a no. doctor, right? They're not. This is uh, as this Brian, is <laughs> um, as Brian Martin would say. Oh, uh, bleep that out. I'm glad this um, isn't on video. <laughs> it's you know what's funny is like uh, Dr. Brad and I can sit here and geek out on terminology right. all day long, right? right? But the average guy who comes in would sit there and just roll his eyes like I don't even know what he said, right? And so that that's one of the biggest things that I want to do in the in the Badlands Precision University is I don't just want to teach people how to use the product, how to use it to, uh, effectively, but I want them to understand all the terminology that's being thrown out there. I mean, if if uh, we talk about applied ballistics, the book, mm-hmm. um, I can read that and I, I I'll read it before I go to bed because it'll put me right to sleep. You know, it's some dry reading. But once you He's understand dude, it, though, he, he is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But when you read it uh, and you really understand it, it, it opens your eyes to, yeah. to what is out there. Right. And so that's something that I want to be able to take that and teach in a classroom. Bring it in the layman's terms. Yes, bring it in the layman's terms. And have people yes. embrace it. Gyro skips, gyro, right. s- gyro yaw and blah, yes. blah, blah. Yep. <laughs> and the average guy who comes in and, and is like, oh, now I know what that means. Right, put in the layman's terms. Exactly. Totally. I spent, well, still today, over 30 years of my life taking sophisticated um, training vocabulary Mm -hmm. and breaking it down to a very palatable form for people with financial services. Mm -hmm. Because the industry, the most, a lot, I shouldn't say most, but a lot of financial advisors you like to use we always say $300 words make you feel about that big yes and so then they know more than you pay me that's their approach and their attitude yes and my approach has been you know what we don't need to take $300 words let's use $20 words and let's turn them into dollar bills for you and we bring Wall Street to Main Street 
Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. You've done the same thing because you didn't start. You you weren't born this way in rural route two, Waverly, Iowa. Rural route three. You, rural route three. Thank you. You you <laughs> went and trained and learned that skill set first. So you you did the exact same thing in a non shooting industry, and and now this is this is just going to be disseminated out to people. Exactly. That's same, what I loved. That's yeah. exactly right, Brad. And, and I did the same thing. Because I, I, when I got done with school, I wasn't ready to be who I am today. I, I spent a ton of time and money, high-level training, and this is just an extension of all that. This is just into if, if it maybe is a hobby, or but it changes your life, doesn't it? So it, we have absolutely. this action sitting here, okay? And, and it all starts right here, right? We put yes. this, and then we start building around this, hang the trigger, do all the magical stuff, uh, put the barrel on, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, the guy comes in, and let's say he buys an extended range rifle with a $2,500 optic on it, a piece of optics, mm -hmm. okay? And he takes this action home, and it's beautiful, and he worked his ass off, and he spent all this money on it. Now what? I take it to the range, and the first time it's off, I don't know how to reset the zero on the, on the scope. I don't even know what to do with this apparatus. And now it becomes less useful to me than Grandpa's 30-06 that I was just able to go in with a quarter and adjust the turrets and shoot and set the thing at 200 yards. Exactly we right. want to take that out is the way I understood you. And that's where this was a perfect marriage because we've been for six years now running shooting academies, helping people understand that this isn't magic. And this isn't su such high-level, sophisticated stuff that you can't become one with this. Because in Brad, in in the course, Brad's got in there about being a precision shooter, not just having a precision rifle. Correct. And you want to marry the two together. Absolutely. And I, I, I think that that is just an amazing, amazing part of what's going to go on. Yeah. It is yeah. a sexy action. I this can't, is a sexy action. And, and you, you guys, <laughs> you guys know because you work in the, the guide service. How many guides do you know that have told you, you know, I had this guy come in. He came in with a fifteen thousand dollar rifle, didn't even know how to use it. Yeah, well, or the first time they it. dropped it, they didn't know how to make it well, work. The yeah, funny it. thing is, is you know what we hear even more than that. We do hear that a lot. They came in with a thirteen, fourteen, fifteen thousand dollar rifle, but then a week in the saddle. And their fifteen thousand dollar rifle wouldn't perform. Correct. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, well, I think that's what you're saying. And they saying. didn't know how to diagnose what was wrong. They didn't know how to dial it. They yeah. didn't know how to diagnose it. That's right. They, they had. You, it was like it was like me opening up the truck or, or the hood of my wife's AMG and going, "Yeah, honey, it's it. We need to get a little carburetor adjustment on it." Uh, yeah. Well, right. just don't run it. <laughs> just don't run it. <laughs> out of gas. Yep. Does that mean? Yep. <laughs> Just, just don't run it out of gas. <laughs> oh my god! What a dick. It okay. was so much easier. What did I tell you yesterday? What did yeah. I tell you yesterday? Yeah. Um, this guy's a corkksucker. Some yeah. days, um, that's for sure. Um, uh, I almost well, could, ran. I almost ran out of gas. It could happen to anybody. So what he what he didn't tell you is I ran my wife's sports <laughs> car out of gas. Of course, and it <laughs> chugged up to the thing. I filled it up with gas. It ruined the whole the whole motor. Um, it, it, it wouldn't hardly, you couldn't go over 30 miles an hour. It lost all the power. The turbo didn't, I mean, it was just trash. Yeah, I, I, you're an expert at running out of gas. <laughs> this has never happened before. And all oh, these, you're <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I am an expert at running out of gas. Uh, I'll take pictures when we're coming home from shows. I'm like, Brian, range, 
just says low. <laughs> it doesn't give you miles anymore. I think we should stop. He goes, no, I think we can make one more exit. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's, it's, true story. That's awesome. Uh, oh, so. anyway, so so that so and don't get Lindley in here started on me running out of gas either. So anyway, um, <laughs> hey Lindley, did your Mercedes work well when you run it out of gas? She's got. A <laughs> She's got a knife. She's like, I will stab you if you ever do That's, that again. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so wait, we have digressed completely. Okay. <laughs> So, so we build we we build this rifle company with you, and you you have this idea which we're super excited about getting behind and bringing it to market because it works into what we believe uh, there's a giant audience out there that's in need of. Yes, absolutely. and that's more than like you said. So the Mercedes was an analogy. You open the hood and go, let me fix it. You don't know what the hell to do, but yet you have this super performance car and it won't even go down the interstate um, five miles an hour. You're super pissed you just spent all this money and that if you run it out of gas, it basically shucks the whole motor and you have to send it off to get fixed. Well, well, they have to that, fly parts in from Germany. Well, that's the same. Mm-hmm. Well, they, the same damn thing that happens with a rifle company when you got to fly right. parts in from Cody, but you've spent all this money and you're standing on a mountain in the Yukon or the Northwest Territories, and this thing you spent seventeen thousand five hundred and seventy-three dollars, and and you got to grab your uh, <laughs> your guide's rifle that looks like a total piece of shit that you wouldn't be caught dead holding, and it's what actually kills your $60,000 sheep hunt well, or moose it, hunt. This, yeah. this action is, I mean, it is just highly refined, amazing. Very much so. And this, the, your whole system that you're putting together literally is going to be not only as good, but it's going to be better than those $15,000 systems. I believe so. It could yeah. be half the price. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, somewhere in there. I don't, yeah, I, it'll be half the price for sure. Yeah, and rifle I, alone, you're going to be less than half the price. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, that's amazing to me. It just, yeah. You, you, got, you have a Ferrari here. Well, and, and, you know, the thing is, is like I said from the beginning, is we wanted to start with the, the highest quality products in the market. And um, I have been very blessed uh, to have made some amazing uh, friendships, relationships with people in our industry. You're very well connected. And I have... Um, <laughs> I, 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 that might be an understatement. Yeah, I, have, I have a lot of friends. And um, every one of those uh, people makes incredible products yeah you know and they make the best products that we've seen in the market and so by just coupling some of those things and putting them together and uh, making a completed product that 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 we would be proud of right you know that's that's what's important to me is I don't want to build a product that I have to look back on and go gosh damn it that you know, I want to be able to go. You're not I'm giving proud up this. anything on that. Not I mean, this is just you, no, you've got this design, so it's like product. boom. Yep. Okay, th- there we go. Perfect. Yep. So fast forward two years, three years. Okay, we obviously believe this can be wildly successful. You know, you you started a company here that like wow. Okay, um, you had mentioned to us also, and maybe you want to explain it to our audience today about. Ammo and building. You you have a, a a objective at one point here to have a facility where people could actually come in and have the whole experience of creating their own rifle. Correct. 
and then they'd learn how to build their own ammo for it, how to seat that ammo, what, and, and just give them advanced classes. And once they're part of the ecosystem, that it's, it's a lifelong experience with this relationship. Absolutely. With, it, with their rifle yeah, absolutely. and the company. So you maybe know, expound on that. The, the one thing that, that um, you know, I think people really need to understand is when you, you can, again, have a rifle that is completely capable of shooting at any distance, but you have to mate that with ammo that is capable as well, right? And right. so there are a lot of really, really good quality manufacturers of ammo out there, but I want to have ammo specifically made to these rifles. And so um, when, when you talk about uh, manufacturing ammo that's capable for these types of rifles, um, most people aren't going to have the access to that ammo all the time. So one of the things I want to do in the in the Badlands Precision University is is teach people how to load their own, right? And how to load it uh, to be the quality that you need for a rifle like that. You know, the the main thing that you need to have is you need to have an accurate and consistent ammo, and right. that consistency is is more important to me. Uh, than um, than anything else, you know. When people start trying to talk about, well, my my speed on this was at 3,400 feet per second, or it was 3,200. Th that's all good and well, but I want to have the most consistent ammo that I can have in that rifle. Even if it's a little bit slower, if it's consistent, it's it's going to be more accurate at those longer distances. Um, just like what we were talking about at uh, the shooting academy a couple weeks ago, um, we had a couple rifles that were, you know, less than a quarter inch group at 100 yards, and we had a couple rifles that were around a half inch to three quarters inch. And people would think, okay, well, which one's better? They're going to think automatically that quarter inch rifle at 100 yards is, is a more accurate rifle. Well, when we started hitting 200 yards, that three-quarter inch rifle was still three-quarter three inches. Inch. Right. And the half-inch or the quarter-inch rifle was up to an inch. Do you think inch. it was a three-quarter inch rifle then, or was it a three-quarter inch it, it, shooter? Majority <laughs> of the times it's a shooter. Yeah. But the, the reality is, is when right. you see it consistently right. at those, you know, if you shot consistently. Well, at I think your explanation for it, in, I'd never heard it explained that way before. So you got a three-quarter minute rifle, and you got a half a minute rifle, and at a hundred yards, and you got a quarter minute rifle. But the quarter minute rifle at a hundred yards still hasn't experienced what it's worthy of at three hundred yards or five hundred yards, Correct. because the standard deviation of that barrel and that ammo match with that barrel hasn't found its place. Down range. down range and if there was a 25 foot uh, deviation or 30 foot deviation in the standard deviation that that barrel was accepting that ammo but the same gun same different ammo or same ammo that barrel had a five um uh you know deviation uh five feet, uh, per, feet second. per second deviation then you're gonna your you will it mathematically only equates to a better experience downrange. Correct. And so you you yes, this gun at a hundred yards was a quarter minute gun, but it had a twenty five foot per second deviation, and it hadn't experienced what that that does for the bullet downrange. That's right. Is is that not what That's the way? Exactly right. And I I, I yep. that made sense to me. Yeah. Well, even when you look at like Brian Litz's Wes analysis, you know, mm -hmm. and you plug the difference in between a quarter minute gun and a half minute gun you know okay it's roughly it, that's a 
theoretically a big difference. Almost has no effect on hits, hit probabilities on the Monte Carlo simulation. Correct. Uh, when you get out at 700 yards, it's all about how was your ranging, how was your wind call, mm-hmm. how's your trigger pull. Correct. I mean, very, very, very difference of that. Right. So and the that, consistency, ex- right? And those the consistency. Ex- you want to be, be as, yes. as consistent as possible, but you still have to have that knowledge too. But that right. speaks that's back the, to what you're saying. That's the whole unit. It's correct. the shooter yeah. and the yes. gun and the ammo and the optics yes. and knowing how to run the parallax and knowing just the whole unit together needs to come together. And that's what we've spent six, seven All years. Yes. Everything. Yeah. Ha- that's the reason why the university becomes such a huge. You can't team. take right. one part and, and just, you can't buy yourself. No. Long range experience. You no, can you, buy, you can buy a long range gun. Right. But you have to acquire all that. You got to get the knowledge. The whole, you got to understand yeah. it. So the effervescent Brian, as I was, uh, um, uh, Brian, uh, Brian, me, <laughs> yeah, effervescent <laughs> Brian, Effer, as the effervescent Brian. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so that was, Hey, that was a written explanation of my, uh, of my part of this, uh, podcast by an amazing human being, um, uh, out of North Carolina. So anyway, um, but uh, the thing that excites me is because for myself personally, if I bought this rifle, wasn't in the outdoor industry, just loved hunting like I did before I even started this crazy thing, okay? And I went and bought a rifle. And Badlands Rifle Company sent me a rifle, and it came with the booklet that had my name on it. Like, like. Like we, they, like you showed us basically, and it showed me the gun, the serial number, the ownership, the website I could go to, what it qualified me to access, shooting uh, videos, instructional videos. Now I've bought a rifle with an experience that is literally n- found nowhere in the marketplace. And I know what scope I have on it. It has my scope serial number. It tells me where my warranty's at. It gives me the link to that scope. It has who built my rifle. It shows me a map of what the shot was at 100 yards, what the standard deviation of the ammo that I'm using is. It has everything, my turret elevation, another turret tape in there that showed me if I'm going to a higher elevation. You send me a rifle like that, I'm your client for life. Right. Well, that makes and that's why we wanted to partner with your yeah. company. Well, and, and, and maybe speak to that. Like, well, like we talked about um, with these package deals that we're going to do with the rifle and, and scope combination, um, talking about offering a, uh, a one-day shooting class with that rifle. So in that same packet that you're going to get that's a personalized packet that has your name, your serial number, your scope serial number, everything that you just talked about is also going to come with your certificate to the, to the shooting course uh, that they're going to get to, to be able to come and learn how to shoot that rifle. And Game so changer. It, it is. And, and it's Yeah, it's so a it's big don't deal. come shoot my rifle and buy a different deviation. No, you come shoot that rifle. You come that shoot rifle. Right, that We're rifle. teach you how you to bring shoot your it. rifle back. Because you bought it from us, we'll give you a one-day shooting course on Correct. it. Correct. Yep. And they're going to get to learn it. They're going to get to experience <laughs> Bleak, it. They're going to get to understand the whole program. Taking right. it all in. No, I, yeah. th- I think what what's really cool about it is, is that you're speaking to the owner's future self. In other words, you're purchasing this rifle. You're going to be a marksman someday. Correct. And That's right. we're going to show you how to do it. And we're going to teach. Yeah, exactly. We're going to teach you everything about it. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. 
Yeah. You buy a rifle, we want you to be a rifleman. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. You know, every every company that I've been part of uh, in the past, um, you know, we're, we're, we're selling a product. Right. And, and even at Montana Rifle, I mean, I was just selling products. I was just, OK, here's your rifle. Go. And it, it's, it's on you to go learn how to use it. I, it. Here it is. But that's something I was I've always felt we're missing. And uh, I want to be able to not just give you a product. I want to give you a product and I want to teach you how to use it. I want you to become an expert with that rifle and, and know how to use it anywhere and everywhere. Right. You know, and that's a, that's a big thing is how many guys buy a rifle like this of this caliber and they go to Alaska, they go to Australia, they go to New Zealand, they go to Africa and they don't understand that the different elevations, the different sea level, heck, north versus south hemisphere can have an effect. I mean, there's so many things that they don't understand, but once you teach them. They know it. Now they're an expert with their yeah. own product. Yeah, competence equals confidence, yeah. and you want to make sure they're competent. Absolutely. And you want to build a rifle that then helps them engage in an experience that they have the same competency that the rifle has. Absolutely. Well, th the thing about this is once you start using a product like this, like this wasn't Brian's jam. He he, he was like, ah, I don't know. but it's it's hard. By now. definition, what is ah, I don't know. <laughs> It's pretty self-explanatory. I, I, always, I, always, no, I, don't, I don't know I always, if it is because I don't I know what that means. This yeah. always made me feel good to have something that was extremely high quality. Right. I, I've, I've, Are you saying my Browning Able was an extremely high quality? I had, it, I bought Browning Able medallions. It's is a good gun. But there's a, and, and even if even if it, it performed exactly the same, which it's not going to as this, there's there's value in value in having something – well, and Brad and I stand on totally opposite sides of the fence of that because here's the thing. A half-a-minute gun's a half-a-minute gun. Doesn't matter. Does that make sense? See, I, I don't see the same – I don't find the same you, value. Even but at this point, you that's don't, why, huh? That's I've, why – I figured I've, I've no, rubbed off enough no, on him to no, – I mean, why, he likes this – the, the, That's his why taste wine. is subject – yeah, and use the difference. There's a difference in good wine and bad wine. <laughs> But it doesn't matter the price of it because I could give you some really good Italian wines or um, uh, I'll tell you, Argentina has amazing wines that aren't expensive that would rival other wines. But it doesn't matter if I like it or you like it. It matters what the next guy likes because taste is subjective. And here's all I'm saying is this is important. This is amazing. There's no question. This action, the action I have on my 22 uh, Creedmoor is, and, and my 6 Comp, those actions are my favorite action I've ever had. So I'm not saying they're not good. My point to this is, though, when you say, you've, you've learned okay. to appreciate them now. The, I want accuracy <laughs> first. Does that make sense? Sure. And I don't have to spend 11000 15000 or 3000 and it doesn't matter to me as long as I have an accurate gun. But I think what's more important about than the quality of this action, and we're not compromising anything. Don't take me uh, out of context here, okay? That I do like that. But it's the experience and the ability to become better that you're engaging them with the purchase of this tool. Because at the end of the day, this is a tool. Correct. And if I buy a $12 Swebo, a $13 Dexter Russell, or a... $17 Victor Knox, and I'm a butcher, 
I got, I'm going to take the – it doesn't matter the price. It's which one I can hold the best edge with, run on a stone the best, and, can, and fits me the best. Does that make sense? And so – but I could sell you all three of those knives, and if you still don't know how to break down a deer and you watch uh, videos of alleged experts at it, <laughs> you're still not going to know how to break down a deer, and it doesn't matter how much you spent on a knife. Does that make sense? I appreciate the high quality. You do. <laughs> I I really appreciate it. And I appreciate that you do, you know. Um, and I traveled for a living forever. Not traveled, I, Travel was a part of my living for a long time. And I appreciate a really nice roller bag. And Brad doesn't. He can have one <laughs> off a of QVC. <laughs> I would I do. <laughs> I wouldn't be caught dead. And yet I give him yeah. one and him and his family totally – bag on it going this is what the hell is this it's probably one of the best roller bags in the industry but they don't know the difference does that make sense and they would have no perspective of really what is necessary for a good roller bag to experience 200 days a year in the field just like most people are not going to be able to understand what this quality of action can do that's my point does that make any sense at all it it does but you know one thing i want to i just want to mention when we're talking about uh quality uh higher quality products versus and not trying to knock down you know whether it's a, a remington a winchester or a Browning, right, right? um when you're talking about a, a, a half inch rifle um what is more important to me is whether or not it's consistent and will function in any atmosphere no matter where you're at now that right? now that's a that absolutely is a deciding factor. And and that's why when we're talking about building these to that quality, we're building these to a quality that will work anywhere, anytime, and still be consistent. And that's that's the difference that I look at. That's what you're that's what you're gonna be paying for on this product, is you're gonna be paying for the 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 capability to be consistent in any atmosphere. And no matter how good you get. You will never be able to outshoot this rifle. You'll be able to match the rifle's ability but as a shooter, but you'll never be able to outshoot this one. Correct. Where some of the other ones, they won't have as durable. Right. And, and that makes more sense to me. That's an explanation I can live with other than just, oh, wow, this costs $12,000. Right. Well, when you're... When you're talking about a, a, a rifle that might Brad be Brad would like to sleep with this. I that know, might be I a half-inch group tell. rifle, but it's a pencil-thin barrel. Just there's a good example. Uh, you take it out antelope hunting. Well, how many times have guys missed the first shot, missed the second shot, missed the third shot? Now it's hotter than hell. Now that barrel's hotter than hell. Well, that half-inch rifle has now turned into a two- and three-inch rifle, and that antelope's running at 500 yards, and you're going to try to hit an animal at 500 yards. And you have a 12-inch circle yeah, that you're hitting. That you're that's tra- cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's when we're talking about the, the quality, we're trying to make sure that it's consistent all the time. I love that. See, now that to me is an explanation of why you would spend more on it. We sold him. See, not, just, not God, we've turned him. We've changed him. I've been, and you show up and it, well, boom, it, it, done. Well, because here, this is better. Than I got some. I got some other things that we need to work on. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. Put that on the list. Let's yeah. Go. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, so, the, the, but that's a great explanation. Yeah. So now you you give me that logic, okay? I would spend I would spend a little bit more money to have a better, more durable, more resilient, more repetitive product than a 
Browning Abel. And I'm not shitting on Browning Abel's. No. But now you give me – but but it's not just, dude, it's sexier. It's more money. It's it's better because um, it's got – it's better because it's got this bolt. Well, what the hell makes the bolt better? See, that's what I love about this is it's going to be a process. It's going to be we want you to understand why you're spending that money, not just a um, – unit measuring contest when you get into hunting camp with all of the one-uppers right if you've been in hunting camp with the oh, one-uppers yes. uh, many look, times over dude usually when i'm in those camps i'm like don't take me back to base camp until we're ready to go out because i cannot sit around and listen to the one-uppers that's a true story and that's a yeah. true story i do i i I'm Some, not. I'm not sometimes going. Sometimes they have to drag him back to main camp. No, I'm not going. Yeah, the weather's coming in. Get up, get on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Literally, literally, literally. Because I'm not the one upper guy. Does that make sense? Yep, absolutely. Just because I bought one of those Cody Wyoming rifles, I'm a better. Oh, are you me? How about the guy? You know what I loved about Chip Beeman? Uh, what I love about Chip Beeman. Okay, is one of the most excited I've ever seen him get is Lauren Larson brought his dad's Winchester um, model. What was the one that uh, uh, Remington or the Montana rifle was model 70 model 70 Winchester um, pre 64 pre 64 with a Leupold on it. It was a beautiful little rifle 270 or something. Wasn't yeah. It? Remember you yeah. do remember it. Mm -hmm. And Chip just sat there and adored the rifle. And he's like, and Chip knows this, ain't, this is not going to be a 1,200-yard gun, and we're at an extended range course. But you know what? We're going to find out what the limits of this gun are, and you know forever when you're hunting. I, I remember that day, like it was yesterday, him just sitting there, and I thought, here's a Navy SEAL sniper that <laughs> works with the best equipment in the world, and he has total respect for this Winchester. Well, that's got its own element of sexy, too. It right? does, exactly. I think it's awesome. Yeah. That's all and, I'm saying. And that's what you like most about Chip? No, it's one of the things <laughs> I like. <laughs> so, I, like Chip's, I like Chip's beard. I was just yeah, going to say, it's his beard and hair. His, his, and his pullback hair. Man on and the, the quintessential. Dude, looks like a hippie. I <laughs> love that guy. Yeah. I love it. When you got hair like that, you can be in the house. Oh, he can do whatever he wants. Oh, dude, yep. he, he, he's the... King definition of cool guy club. He, perfect. <laughs> yep, he is the coolest guy. So, yeah. so I, I have a question though. Big picture though, what what kinds of uh, calibers are you looking at? Well, Eventually, you know, like unless we, it's too early to, to no, okay. we're gonna we're gonna stick with the modern precision rifle cartridges. So the the we're gonna six look five, at like seven. a a twenty two Creedmoor, a six Creedmoor, six five Creedmoor, six five PRC, seven PRC, and we'll we'll look at the three hundred PRC as well. Those those are the main cartridges. We'll we'll eventually start adding more cartridges as we go because there's gonna be some guys that are gonna say, hey, listen, I'm going to Africa, I need a three seventy five, and right. you already have Done. in mind a second uh, a model too. Absolutely, I've got. This this first model we're we're gonna get kicked off and get rolling this year, and then we've got a couple more models that we want to do for for the next year. Um, and I'm excited about those too. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and and uh, I, you know I've already got plans on how we're gonna build those and and components, and and we're just gonna kick it off with this one first, and we'll start rolling into the next model well, probably I by the first. So really excited. So from the Dennis in Peoria perspective, what kind of things do you did do? Did you say dentist in Den Peoria? Dennis. Did you say <laughs> dentist in Peoria? No, I did not. Okay, I was just checking. <laughs> how do you uh, mitigate recoil? How how what processes do you use for that? Well, the 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 You're biggest thing the that that you can mitigate 
mitigate recoil would be a muzzle brake. And uh, the the muzzle brake that I had designed at Montana, uh, it was the same brake that that we had uh, morphed and used at at Nosler as well, uh, my flash brake design. And um, when when I designed that, it was designed to to take out the majority of the recoil. So Magnums uh, was taken out about 65% of the recoil, and the standards, it was taken out about 50% of the recoil. So we were really trying to manage those by dissipating the, the gases away from the shooter but blowing the gun away from the shooter. So um, that's one aspect. The, the second aspect really is that we're going to be looking at suppressors. Um, you know, suppressors have, have become so mainstream and hunting sure. that for example i don't even like to shoot without one right. anymore i just don't i i prefer hunting with a suppressor this rifle for example just so uh, i can let people know um, we're going to be using faster twist rates with shorter barrels we're like not 12, going like a 12 no no, no, no it'd be for the opposite it, it'd be the opposite I'm sorry. fast yep it'd be uh, like the so that's like, right like faster it'll go through there correct. Right. got it um but we're going to be using uh shorter barrels like a 20 inch okay. and a 22 inch barrel for some of these higher okay. magnum rifles right? right but we're doing that because we know that we're going to be using suppressors on them we want okay. people to shoot suppressed and, and that's going to add to their experience. I, I can't tell you how many rifles I see now have a 26-inch barrel, and then they're expecting you to put a 6- or an 8-inch suppressor on top of or that. Or a 9. Well, who in the right. <laughs> God's yeah. name yeah. wants to pack that up a mountain? Right. right. It's funny because when, when we That's went one up two sticks. To well, yeah. when, <laughs> when Brian and I went on that elk hunt in December, it was late season elk hunt. It was super cool. Brian showed up and picked me up, and we were a crazy blizzard. And I threw all my crap in there, and I had two guns. And he goes, what gun? Are you bringing two guns? And I go, yeah. He goes, I did two. And I go, I said, you did. Because we each brought our six. Well, my six is suppressed. His six is suppressed. My six five I had suppressed. His six five he didn't. But the sixes are what we would consider our prairie guns, right? Mm -hmm. And our six fives are mountain guns. Well, this was at 11, 11,000 feet, 11,500 11, and uh, I, I think twelve one the one day. I think I shot my elk at eleven four, eleven five, something like. I can't, can't remember, but he goes, we, we unload that night, and he goes, "What gun are you bringing?" I go, "I'm bringing my mountain gun." He goes, "My mountain gun's got a break. I'm bringing my heavy gun. I'm bringing my prairie gun." So, <laughs> so he did. So he packed that. The side. deciding uh, factor was not weight. Right. <laughs> it was noise. It noise. Was noise. It is. Yeah. And the more Isn't you hunt, funny? the more you hunt with a suppressor, yeah. the, a good the less you want to be without one. Right. I, yeah. yeah. Well, and, that, and, and, and and these anyway, go ahead. Will that be like an accessory that's offered? I mean, where do you absolutely. classify that? Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We will have we will have uh, uh, every rifle will be available to be purchased with a suppressor. Now, obviously you have to go through the paperwork with with sure suppressor. You do. So of course we're going to be working on that as and well. And so essentially you'll you'll set those guns up with the suppressor. They might not get the suppressor the same Correct. day they get the rifle. That's right. But you'll have collected the data and got all the dope Processing. done yes. with, with that because it changes yes, it a little absolutely. bit. Absolutely. And, and that's the one thing we'll want to do is we'll want to send the data uh, on that personalized uh, owner's manual that we're talking about with and without the suppressor. Mm -hmm. So they can get the gun, hunt with it while they're waiting, or shoot with it while they're waiting for their suppressor paperwork to get done. Um, and they'll have the data for both with and without it. Cool. The, the other thing I think I like is, you know, we talked about the um, that what you're going to do and Badlands Rifle Company is going to do with the Gen 2 and mm -hmm. the other, what do you call, models, right? Yep. And... I, 
I think that from my perspective, to speak back to what Brad was saying with some of these, you know, high dollar actions, and, and I do like nice stuff. I, 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 again, I don't want to be taken out of context, but not every rifle needs to be a thousand yard rifle, and not everybody should even probably think about shooting a thousand yards at an animal. You know, uh, we can build a rifle for them. That, let's say the second rifle is more of a traditional, um, you know, ranch rifle. Uh, timber rifle type, you know, northern Wisconsin, northern Minnesota, 30 caliber deer hunting rifle. That's okay? right. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean we can't make that a five, 600 yard gun. No. And it doesn't mean that every one of them has to be tactical and uh, a mountain light rifle. I think that's kind of the wave right now in the world, and we want to build that. And a lot of our audience looks for that. But I don't think that has to be the end all be all. And we're not just going to be. Um, putting ourselves from a marketer's perspective of your rifle, we're not. What I like a lot about what you're doing is we're not putting ourselves into one box. Correct. That's right. No, and we, I want to be able to have those models for for every type of of hunter. Right. Now well, you were talking about uh, recoil mitigation because bleep asked about that. You said break. You said suppressor. The other thing that I would say on this model that you've developed right now. The stock design. The oh, stock yeah, absolutely. design helps mitigate a lot of the recoil. On yeah. That. That's, that's a phenomenal stock. Oh, my. It's my favorite. Yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a big deal to make sure that, the, that you have a quality stock for that. I mean, there's, there's a lot of stocks out there that, that literally create more felt recoil. Now, the amount of recoil that a rifle does is, is it's measured in, right. in pound. But the reality is, is the felt recoil is harder for some rifle designs than others and so this rifle design uh, or this stock design uh, is is made to to give a, a, a perfect pushback right. not a jump not a drop not a curve you know it's 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 designed to push the recoil right back which is the way you get less felt recoil right yeah uh, the grip i mean there's a whole yeah. bunch of stuff that absolutely is, is integrated into that <laughs> so well i gotta tell you um there's a lot of buzz because we've told uh, quite a few people and we've obviously had the action here and they're coming off right now and next week we will have rifles in our hands. Yes. And uh, I know there are shooters at this week's shooting academy that have are waiting for one of these mm-hmm. <laughs> in a 7 PRC. And they're more than excited about getting one. And uh, when that particular said gentleman shows up Friday night and I hand him his rifle right here in an action. He's going to laugh his ass off at me, but it's going to be a good day for us as a company because we're happy to be able to have a proprietary relationship that's first to market that we're going to be able to provide our audience and our ecosystem with something special. So thank you, Jeff. You bet. You we're bet. Excited, excited about it. World-class rifle. And congratulations. With Thank with world-class education. You. I like um, nice ri- roller bags, but I really like uh, nice rifles. <laughs> mm-hmm. I appreciate a nice rifle more than a nice roller bag. <laughs> it sounds like it, yeah. Yes. You're not going to get that on CVS. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, that rifle, you know what? Honestly, it's it actually. That. I mean, I it's glass slick. Nitrided bolt. Glass. Yep. Fluted bolt. Well, Brad's, Brad's enthusiastic about rifles and shooting. It's a passion of his. Yeah. And, and I'm enthusiastic, and I love it, but I'm not, like, wake up in the morning passionate. I love to shoot. 
I love to I love to shoot whether it be archery or rifles. Um, I just shot the other day. I appreciate Brian's lack of uh, what, what what is a good way to say it. Um, your lack of I mean you you don't keep a gun. No, you, you have, it's no, like you have, it's a tool. A tool. Yeah, it's, and if you want, if you want to buy it, has, I'll sell you my tool. Zero sentimental. I I have a little bit no, sentimental. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, hey Brad, do you have a do you have a 300 uh, uh, Montana yeah, rifle? Oh, not, oh yeah, I do. do. Do you have? Oh yeah, Fancy. he has one of everything we've ever sold. So I know I can always go to Brad, and I have nothing of anything we've ever sold because people go, y- y- would you just sell that one? Sure. Ryan, <laughs> I, I, literally, I have to talk sense into him. He's like, here, I'll, I'll just I'll send this gun home with you from here brian we got a lot of hunting season left you can't be getting rid of that he's like brian what are you going right to use now. i'll use one of the ones i have back no brian that's no you need brian okay jeff he can't give that to you right now i need to have a i need to have a private huddle with my buddy brian and make sure he understands what he's doing because i love rifles i love shooting but they i, they, I just don't you know it gives us spotting scope away it's like, everything oh, i have for sale except for my uh integrity my morals and my wife and family but everything else everything else is for sale <laughs> honestly i mean you know well, it's when like, it comes down to it yeah what the hell i'm i'm gonna be living in a trailer in a week and a half so um <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. That's was, true. Yeah, Brian I haven't me sold my house. We're both homeless. Yeah. We're both homeless. It, I, and I'm like, what the hell did you just do, Brian? <laughs> what, what, what are we going to do? Yeah. Oh, okay. I called him. I'm like, we better start moving stuff. Yeah. I got, I, oh, I man. Little, little, little yeah. he's got it. So, um, Anyway, so where where are you going to be based out of? Where's where's uh, uh, um, Badlands Rifle Company is in Idaho, right? We're gonna yes, it'll be based in uh, Eagle, Idaho. Eagle, Idaho. Mm-hmm. So you'll uh, um, the facility will be there. You'll be building rifles. Uh, I I put in the stamp of approval the Jeff Sipe stamp of approval on them, and Badlands Rifle is off and running. Absolutely. Yep. I do feel al- I, I got to tell you now five of us on this uh, podcast would have been a lot. But I feel a little guilty not having um, uh, Jones and Ankner on here. Well, this has been a process, and they they contributed to the process. I mean, we they we they have at, we went been to all we went to us. manufacturing. We had designs. We and we I don't people I think I'm excited and, about this, but I think Ankner and and Dana would be the most excited. You know, yeah. um, well, uh, once we get the the first products all together, and they're all here in a couple of weeks, it's going to be a lot of fun. It is, and those guys will be in town in a couple of weeks, and it'll be uh, it'll be really good. Um, well, Jeff, congratulations! Congratulations, Thank Jeff! You. Super happy for you. Thank you. Yes, when we saw each other at the shot show, um, it was serendipitous. Yeah, it was definitely it was one hundred percent a God thing. Yeah, crazy perfect timing, and it was perfect timing. What are you doing here, Brian? Well, I'm here because Lindley's getting product manufacturer agreements with companies for our agencies and brad wants me to continue the search for the perfect thing but he's not here and i hate this place so i'm gonna go have dinner and you're like and i'm like what are you doing here and you're like i don't know but i'm gonna figure out what i want to do when i grow up in the hunting in the that's right in the, exactly in the rifle what world. Said, it was yeah. something like that that's right exactly yeah. what they said and uh we're like dude and i'm and he's like and then i told you we've been flying all over looking at rifle companies, yep. product companies, manufacturing companies. Because Brad had his checklist. I need to go to this barrel company. Him and him and Ankner were like, do this, 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 and get it back to us so we can get this figured out. And then I did one fucking better. I found right. Jeff Sipe. Yep. 
<laughs> in the hallway at Shot Show. Yep. Wow. The rest is history. I literally, if you've ever been to that main corridor, there's like 3,000 people at any given time. Yeah. It's like this. It was like the sea parted, and, and there's Sipe, and there's me, and Lindley, or Lindley and I. You say scared that the hell out of me, by the way, because you know how <laughs> you're just – you're. You're a salmon in the stream, just yeah. swimming upstream, and all of a sudden this big bastard comes out of nowhere. Fucking <laughs> yeah. be a hug. It's like <laughs> I know and he's going on. He's big enough that he can get away with oh, that yeah. sometimes because people. I've seen people turn when he does that and give him. Oh, oh, Brian! Yeah. They, they want to yeah. come up swinging and then they look yeah. up and they're like, "Yeah, not better so not much. swing at that." They did part around us once. They, they, they did. We kind of had the salmon stream. We did split, we and we just stream, sit there yeah. and talk. Yeah. So yeah. you know what? It was perfect. And then uh, I, I, I remember calling. Uh, um, I remember calling Brad and saying, dude, you're never going to guess who I just bumped into. I called uh, um, uh, Jonathan. I was like, dude, guys, we got to get together. And then Brad's like, I'll call him right now. <laughs> um, so it all took off from there. Yeah. And here we are. And you uh, you started a rifle company. Congratulations Thank again. You. Thank you. I can't tell you how excited we are. And uh, you're a class act. And uh, the hunting world and the fishing world and the shooting world is going to be a better place because Badlands Rifle is here. That's awesome. So, well, listen, go to rollingbones.com, head on over to rollingbones.com and uh, check out our membership. Um, we are an inclusive club, not an exclusive club, but we want to give you exclusive service. We want to help you get on your next adventure, that adventure of a lifetime. And we want to provide you with the right gear, the right resources, the right academies, the right universities and the right rifles. Um, and uh, we have it all put together for you. Uh, again, we appreciate it. Um, over the next few weeks, you want to be checking back to rollingbones.com. Go to our dashboard products or rifles on there and uh, um, stand by to stand by because uh, uh, Jeff will be updating all of that with uh, rifle information. And uh, we will be doing a pre-sale um, for some of these rifles. And we will have Jeff on to launch that pre-sale and uh, get these all um, put together. We have uh, a dozen of them coming in next week. And uh, we're going to go shoot the hell out of them and make sure they're what we want. And then you will uh, put your stamp of approval. You and Brad will go, let's go to market with this one and this one. And uh, um, I will go, yes, get me one so I can sell it to somebody. Because um, they'll be a great tool for Absolutely. a while. Give me one so I can use it for a couple of weeks. <laughs> exactly. Have, have another one ready because I'll get, get I'll rid of another this. one, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, what good are they if other people can't enjoy them? So anyway, um, we appreciate you listening. As always, stay safe, be healthy, and happy hunting.